What's going on, lovely people? Welcome into the show. You're tuned in with Fred and Dre, and this is the Flea Flicker Show. Hey, everybody. Uh, you're tuned in to another episode of the Flea Flicker Show. We are your hosts, Fred and Dre. Uh, new episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday in the NFL season. Subscribe on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on social media at Flea Flicker Show. Dre. Tell them what we got going on. Yeah, what? <clears throat> Jesus, God, sorry. Yeah, what's up, Flea, Fli- Flea Flicker fam? I'm struggling already. But yeah, so today we got a recap over the week 10 football week. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. There were some there are some pretty big upsets, so we'll get into those. But before we do that, Fred, you're going to go over the divisions for us and tell us what's going on. Um, so I'll just leave you to it. What you got? Yeah. For starters, um, after week 10, it uh, wasn't the best week for us, but it wasn't terrible. Uh, you were eight and six and I was seven and seven. So that brings our total on the season to you at 88 and 62, me at 86 and 64. Pretty wild that we're through 10 weeks and we're only two games apart on our predictions, but uh, it's pretty been a pretty wild season. So yeah, kind of giving a, a quick recap here, uh, starting with the AFC South, the Texans are a legit playoff team. CJ Stroud's got them mm-hmm. performing at a high level. Uh, the Jaguars no longer have a firm grip on that division. Like people thought and the Texans and Colts, despite the Colts having their problems, both teams remain heavily in the conversation in that division. Uh, whereas the, the Titans, they have, they have some promising aspects of them like Will Levis, but they're, they're, they're firmly out. Uh, the AFC North, it is not slam shut. Another division just like the AFC South that we thought was going to be the Ravens running away with this. Every team has a winning record in this division. And at this point in the season, every team would make the playoffs if it ended today. So the Browns Crazy. had a statement, statement win this past week. And uh, over the Ravens, Steelers defense can take them wherever they want to go. Uh, this division is really up for grabs. Every team can win it. Uh, AFC West. AFC West stinks besides the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chargers continue to lose tight games against good teams. Keenan Allen has made his a statement. He is one of the best receivers probably of all time. Uh, and despite being over the hill and over the age of 30, he is one of the most dominant receivers in the league. Uh, without him, don't know what Justin Herbert's going to do, but uh, outside of Kansas City, that, that division is not very good. Uh, the NFC North is a two-dog fight. Vikings could make a lot of noise in this division. The Lions are the class of it, but Dobbs has got the Vikings really performing at a high level here, uh, and they could be a top wild card and make a lot of noise come playoff time. Moving to the NFC West, the NFC West is also a two-dog two fight, but the Hawks uh, don't really have the defense to compete with San Francisco. The Cardinals could play a spoil to a lot of teams down the stretch with Kyler back. Uh, the NFC East is still powered by Philly. Dallas showing a lot of bark in the fight, but Giants will be competing with the with the, both the Pats and the Bears via the Panthers pick for uh, for Caleb Williams this draft. So, uh, finally, NFC South. The NFC South sucks. Every team is pretty bad. Uh, the best team's five and five, uh, which is not a great showing. So, um, whatever team stink, sneaks into the playoffs is probably going to lay up a stinker and be a one one and out. There's a pretty quick recap there but there you have bam thanks for that recap yeah some interesting stuff to take from it and we'll see how the weeks turn out from here uh real quick right before we get into the recap of the games this week did you see aj hawk got poked in the eye by his son no 
I was looking up NFL injuries and I randomly came across AJ Hawk injury and I was like, he does not play anymore, (laughs) but no, his, he went to like pick up his son, I guess. And his son just lifted his hands at the same time. And his, his, his son's thumb like went into AJ Hawk's eyeball and like tore gouged his eye. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like tore half his cornea out. It looks pretty gruesome, but that's wild. Yeah. That's pretty disgusting. Actually. Um, Not an NFL injury. But did you see going to NBA action now? Did you see Kelly oh. Oubre uh, got hit by a car while walking in Philly? Oh, don't walk in Philly without looking no. both ways. No, man. no, 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 no. Yeah, do not walk. Even if you're going across a crosswalk in Philly, do not look at your phone. Uh, do not have headphones in and not pay attention because people do not care. Um, at times, I think a lot of people are trying to play GTA, but in real life, and uh, oh, they think they're going to get points by hitting you. So uh, they often will not stop for you. That was uh, part of the reason we moved out of the city and uh, to the suburbs. <laughs> is he, is he like good <laughs> or is he like, uh, he has a, he has some broken ribs, so he's going to be out for a little Ooh. bit, but uh, yeah, uh, Tyrese Maxey, uh, the next game that they had after that injury to, to, uh, I mean, the, the hit, hit and run there. Um, Tyrese Maxey, put up, I think so. I think, oh so. I think so. There's a lot of hit and runs in Philly. It's mo has the most uninsured drivers in the country. So, um, Jesus. yeah, uh, one, one negative light there. I love Philly, but there is a negative light on that. Um, but Tyrese Maxey had uh, a 50 point outing. So, uh, he said that he dedicated that outing to, to Ubra, his boy. So that was pretty cool, but, um, Jeez. love to see Philly being eight and one after getting rid of James Harden, who, is just a cancer to any team that gets him. He kind of seems to be one, unfortunately. Yeah. But I mean, the Clippers haven't won a game since they got him. So well, that's enough NBA talk. Let's get into yeah, the yeah. Stuff, yeah. Uh, we don't want to talk NBA. Yeah, at least let's... at least during the season, maybe in the off season. But yeah, let's get right into Thursday night football in Chicago. Kind of a gross game, but they took on the Panthers here. The Bears did end up taking this kind of terrible game, sixteen to thirteen. Uh, listen, undrafted. Bajan beats first overall pick uh, Bryce Young. Um, That's a headline right there. Yeah. Bajan now has more career wins than Bryce Young, not only in the NFL, but also in college, which is (laughs) kind of just unfortunate for the Panthers right now. Uh, Yeah, this was, this was a stinker. um, And it, it wasn't the worst game of the week in terms of offensive output. So um uh, it's pretty funny. One of our friends, uh, I won't give names, but because uh, he would not like it to be out there. But uh, he texted me and was like, I really have a lot of respect for the NFL now. I didn't realize that they gave their airtime to Special Olympics. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the guys in our league. Um, but I yeah, feel like he, I could guess who that was, to be honest. Uh, you might be able to. Uh, he's a very dry sense of humor, but uh, we'll, we'll leave the name out of it just because he uh, <laughs> he's made it a point before. He does not want it on any any of his remarks on uh, social media or anything like that. So, yeah, the only the only good points I'll, I'll put out of this game is Dante Foreman looked pretty solid and uh, Montez Sweat looked pretty good again. So, yeah, other than that, though, I think I can move to Germany if you're if you're good with it. I think we're good to move to Germany. Let's move to Germany. The final international game of the series this year, the Colts and the Patriots. Uh, and yeah, Germany got a poop of a game, unfortunately. It was a bad game. We knew it was going to be a bad game. Neither of us think the Patriots are any good. Uh, the Colts are like, okay, but the Colts before this game were scoring like 20 points per yeah. game. 
the and Colts scored thirty points on the Bear on the Browns, but somehow only put up ten points on the Patriots. I don't get it. It was very strange. They did win it though, ten to six, because the Patriots do stink. Uh, why are all the primetime games so bad? Is my question at this point. They they feel yeah. Like I'm not sure. They're all bad. Um, I mean, hopefully we'll get a primetime, a good primetime game on Thursday this week in Week Eleven. So or next week in Week Eleven. So uh, we'll get to that when when the time comes. But uh, yeah, this game was was pretty bad. Uh, Patriots stink. Colts. Um, Colts are are decent. But they do have a lot of growing pains. They have a lot of young players outside of Pittman. Uh, he's the only consistent person there. Uh, Josh Downs, I will say in this game, he made a b- couple big plays late, but he was coming off an injury, so I wasn't expecting him to do too much. So um, Jonathan Taylor, though, I expected Taylor to do a lot more. Mm-hmm. I expect them, him to have a huge day on the Patriots, and really outside of his touchdown, he didn't really do anything, and it was like a what a one or two yard run. So. Um, Really expect a lot more from the Colts and a little, dis- little bit disappointed in this one, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm done with this one if you want to move on. Yeah, one thing I will say, Mac Jones was benched again, uh, and Bailey Zappi came in and didn't look any better. And then after the game, Bill Belichick was asked if he's going to switch quarterbacks or who's going to start, and he did not want to say. So I feel like it could finally be the end of Mac Jones after this one. Will Greer time, yeah. baby? It could be the end of Mac Jones. I, I hope it's Will Greer time. That'd be awesome. Um, side note, did you see the video of Bill, Bill Belichick coming out of uh, an overnight guest's house? Well, not, he was the overnight that. guest for someone's house, but he kind of walked out and had no idea where he was. I walked out shirtless on the balcony. <laughs> Dude, that's how that's how I know that he's he knows that his <laughs> time is coming to an end <laughs> with the Patriots oh, organization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm I'm Gucci with that one. If you want to jump to a new, so hit the 1 p.m. slates. I hope Will Greer starts because they play the Giants next. So anyway, let's move, though, to Baltimore. 1 p.m. games. The Brownies came to town, and we thought this was going to be a good game just because this division always puts out good games. And this was a fantastic finish in a wild game. The Browns oh, yeah. won it 33-31 to after being down 14 in the fourth quarter. Greg Newsom had a pick six that really sparked the Browns. Like the Browns were the Browns, impressive. The Browns scored two touchdowns in under a minute. That's wild. Yeah. So they scored, they scored their touchdown to pull within, within one score. And then from there, they got the pick six, like the immediate drive late uh, after that. So um, literally had 14 points in a matter of like 45 seconds. Yeah. That's, that's, that's wild. Deshaun Watson. That's had Deshaun Watson had his best game as a Brown. And uh, after the game, he was seen in a walking boot. I believe he had an ankle injury at some point. So hopefully he Of course can... he did. Yeah, of course he did. He's he's had issues this year. Uh, well, pretty much since getting to Cleveland, he's had issues. But hopefully we will see him in the Browns' next game because I feel like he's their best option as a quarterback there. He, he should be. Um, but the other thing I was going to say, Miles Garrett – hit double double digit sacks for the sixth consecutive season. He's a he's a defensive player of the year candidate and I think he's already a possible Hall of Fame candidate at this point for Cleveland. He's been so good since they drafted. Yeah, he's uh he's also kind of cleared up uh his image a little bit after nailing uh what's his name the backup quarterback there for the Steelers and had his helmet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was so he's funny. Kind of- bad guy in the league at that point and now he's uh like loved by all the players and like Listen, uh is happy and jolly so <laughs> I, I maybe said, this is the browns are good again i don't know 
I stand by Miles Garrett in that one. Not for every every career <laughs> he's made, but Mason Rudolph can go climb a tree, whatever. Didn't he like uh drop a racial slur at him or something? That is the the theory. Yeah. I don't think it was ever proven, but that's what he said. Yeah. So I mean and that and that stance he rightfully has the hit him with the rightfully should go after him, yeah. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, Browns though impressive win. They stay in the playoff race with this one, and uh, yeah, they're impressive now. Let's move though to Cincinnati. It's right up north from me. Not even a, it's like an hour and some change away. I'm actually going to be in Cincinnati in a couple weeks, but we'll get to that when we do. Um, yeah, the Texans came to Cincinnati and put on a fucking show. The Texans like. We were saying they're impressive, but we don't think they can take on a like Super Bowl contending Bengals team right now. Yeah. How how wrong were we? The Texans are so impressive now. Like what what did you think, man? Dude, CJ Stroud is a baller. Um, I mean, the Bengals came back. The Bengals came back and tied the game in the fourth quarter. It looked like all momentum was going their way. And then with what, a minute and thirty left in the game, CJ Stroud got the ball back again for the second consecutive week, took his team down for the win. Um, so he is rising to the occasion in clutch moments, and he's proving that he is not only elite in the stat, uh, in the stat column, but he is truly a quarterback that can lead his team to where it needs to be. So uh, it'll be very exciting to see him continue to develop, and the Texans uh, getting more talent on their side uh, will be awesome because C.J. Stroud is making Noah Brown look like a Pro Bowl receiver right now, and that's an NFL journeyman who – could barely find a job. So um, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, C.J. Stroud is him. That's exactly what franchise quarterbacks do. They make these guys better. Um, in other, other, uh, another player for the Texans, uh, Singletary, for, for, they got him from the Bills. He looked like a better Dude. version of himself in this one. Yeah. 150 yards and a touchdown. Do you think he takes the job from Damian oh, Pierce? 100%. 100%. I mean, Damian Pierce uh, hasn't done much of anything. He was strictly volume-based last year. Now he's not getting that volume because of position to the passing attack, and uh, he just can't do that much. So with the opportunities that Singletary got, he was – absolutely electric and uh, 150 yards um i don't know if he's ever put up 150 rushing yards and uh yeah i don't know 150 all purpose sure but 150 strictly rushing that's that's wild for that for him yeah good for him good for him even the texans defense did pretty good i know they got 27 dropped on him but sheldon rankins had three sacks and he was in burrow space all day burrow threw two picks under pressure which is a very unburrow like um yeah the texans were just very impressed yeah. with this one really until the fourth quarter they were they were causing havoc on burrow and burrow rose to the occasion to get the Bengals back into it and tied but uh and got out yeah i think stroud is clearly the rookie of the year barring like something crazy happening at this point yeah. uh, i i do have a little trivia on this one actually for you Ooh. if you're ready cj stroud now has three 350 yard games as a rookie who are the two other players that are tied with him for that accomplishment. Three 350-yard games as a rookie. Two quarterbacks. Hmm. Tom Brady? No, no, not Tom Brady. Are they quarterbacks I would know, or are they Mm -hmm. like – You would know them, but they are are not currently active. Okay, okay. Um, It's not like 1950s quarterbacks, though, or anything. McNabb? No, not McNabb. That would have been great. (laughs) I don't know. 
I'm a, I'm a little bit stumped. I mean, I, I want to say Peyton, but Peyton was pretty bad his rookie year. Uh, well, both of them actually retired pretty young. One of them's technically not retired, but in all sense and purposes is. But both <laughs> young. Who, who's the guy that retired super young, if you can think? Colts. Uh, oh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. That's one of them. Andrew the other Luck. one The other one is Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. Wow. So CJ Stroud, Andrew Luck, and Cam Newton were all electric as rookies, basically, is what I'm getting out of this stat. <laughs> I mean, if you put them on the, the level of, like, vintage Cam – uh or andrew luck pre-injury like luck was a fucking baller and a lot of people oh, yeah. forget about that but he was he was an electric quarterback he he was putting up major numbers and um cj stroud yeah hats off yeah. hats off to him um let's move though to jacksonville the flea flicker game of the week was not a good game <laughs> The 49ers came into Jacksonville and just took care of business. They they won 34 to 3 and they just showed the Jags like, "Hey, we are a Super Bowl caliber team and you are not. You yeah. m- might be a playoff team, but you just can't compete with us right now." The Jags are going to have to go back to the drawing board. Um yeah, 49ers are back. They shredded the Jags to prove it. Purdy was back to looking good with Pretty much everyone healthy. Uh, Kittle had a huge game. The defense had five sacks. McCaffrey, actually, I'll let you talk about McCaffrey because I think you told me uh, you had an unfortunate bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, he broke my parlay. Uh, I had <laughs> thrown in my parlay that McCaffrey was in the store a touchdown. He had done so in 17 straight games. So uh seemed like it was a shoo-in. And in a game that they just put up 34 points, you had to think that McCaffrey was going to be one of those scores, and he was not. So um, it was funny uh, after the game in the press conference, he said, man, I suck. Everyone scored except for me. Uh, I suck. And, <laughs> uh, he just uh, was able to joke about it there, but it's easy to joke about it when you get the win. So um, the 49ers, they, they did look they like they were back. I still want to see them string a few wins together before mm-hmm. I can definitively say it uh, because there are, I mean, there are games regardless of the team, that they put together a great performance. So um, they should have beaten the Jaguars. I picked the Jags just because of how the 49ers were playing. But I think the Jags struggles really, really lie on, on Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence just isn't on the same pace with any of his receivers besides Kirk. Um, and I, I mean, everyone, everyone thought that he was going to be the, the franchise quarterback, the next Brady, all everyone was ready to give him the crown and he's just not there yet. He isn't taking the steps and, um, it looked like last year he was, especially with the the playoff win over the Chargers. But right now, C.J. Stroud looks like a uh, somebody hand over the crown to over over Trevor Lawrence. So um, there are a lot of question marks there in Jacksonville. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Going back to McCaffrey real quick, he would have gotten the record if he scored in this game, and they were really trying at the end of the game to get it too. He yeah. ended his streak at 17 in a row. That's a, a record that dates back to 1963. It would have been an impressive run, but it still is an impressive run, but he does not get the record. But yeah, for the Jags, I agree with you 100%. Trevor Lawrence, bad day, turnovers. They have been, they've had a lot of turnovers in their win streak too, but it wasn't against this 49ers team. I think that was the real problem. Yeah. The only the only real positives for the Jags in this game were Christian Kirk still looked pretty solid and their linebacker, uh, Oluokun, I think is his name, was getting into the backfield quite a bit. Those are like the only two positives you can take away for the Jags, though, in this one. I agree with this. Yeah. Let's move to Minnesota, though. Another good game, uh, somewhat good game. The The Vikings 
and the Saints. The Vikings also very impressive. I think the Vikings and the Texans might be like the two most fun teams in the league right now. Maybe the Lions too, but the Vikings and Josh Dobbs, they won 27 to 19 and the Saints were riddled with injuries in this one, unfortunately. Um, Listen, I should have listened to my gut and picked Josh Dobbs, a.k.a. he has a new nickname now, the Pastronaut. (laughs) That's what they're calling him. The Pastronaut. The Pastronaut. I kind of like it. It's fun. He looks like an astronaut, if you ask me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the the Saints were handled in a in kind of a statement game uh, with the Vikings saying, like, yeah, we are still here. At this point, Dobbs might be able to keep the job, I think, next year if he keeps playing like this, since Kirk is going to be an expensive free agent. Um, Coming off of an Achilles tear, so. Yeah. Don't yeah, even know he might not even be ready at the, at the yeah. beginning of the year, unless he does the Aaron Rodgers treatment. I don't know. But, uh Listen, the Vikings, no Justin Jefferson, no K.J. Osborne. They lost the running back, Madison. They still get the win with Josh Dobbs just being very impressive. T.J. Hawkinson, big game. And the defense looks improved even, too. Yeah. I, I, like, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was definitely a, a statement win for Dobbs. Uh, and this is without Justin Jefferson. So you got to imagine that when Jefferson comes in, he's gonna be even better so um Dobbs looks really really fucking good uh the Saints looked looked better honestly with 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 uh without cars with Jamie's Winston there so it was it was it was interesting um I expected the Saints to do a lot more against kind of a mediocre defense there in Minnesota but um it is what it is and I think I think Dobbs has everybody playing well uh so he's elevating the the play of everyone around him uh, you kind of saw the Vikings defense getting a little bit better over the past few weeks there prior, but um, I just think Dobbs is the energy that he's brought there now uh, is a level of excitement that they didn't have previously. And they can definitely squeak into the playoffs and make noise. Yeah. They're on a five game winning streak without Justin Jefferson. So he, hopefully he can come back next week and we'll see what Dobbs can do with him. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But for the saints real quick, like you said, Derek Carr, he wasn't looking that good. He has these weird games where he just starts checking it down all the time and he doesn't want to take deep shots. I feel like this was kind of that type of game for him until he got absolutely annihilated by a defender. Uh, he does have a concussion. And uh, and Michael Thomas also got hurt in this game. He also got arrested before the game. Um, but the it's coach the Derek Carr him, effect, man. The Derek Carr the Derek effect. Derek Carr effect. Uh, I, saw Michael, that. I saw that. Michael Thomas. Uh, Henry Ruggs, Lave. Um, there's the fourth one. There was a fourth, uh, a fourth arrest with uh, with a Derek Carr teammate. I don't uh, remember Antonio, Antonio, Antonio right. Brown. And then if you add in, if you add in Kamara outside of, ooh, yeah, the Saints have had a lot of receivers. So uh, the Saints have a lot of problems. Uh, really shows us the lack of discipline in the in the locker room. Uh, you have three players on the team this year that have been arrested. So all separate incidents and all having an type of like battery or, or assault incident so uh very interesting and i mean hopefully they can get it together but what the fuck is going on there yeah michael thomas also had a knee injury that the coach dennis allen said is significant so we might not be seeing michael thomas for a while anyway AT perry pick him up pick him up um pick him james, up james winston though he he kind of looked like the, the his old bucks quarterback version of himself in this one to me because he had a lot of big plays that made it exciting for the Saints, but he also threw some picks that are classic Jameis. Classic Jameis picks. 
Um, let's move though. We've been talking about this one enough. Let's go to uh, Pittsburgh where the Steelers and the Packers had a battle. Uh, it was kind of a fun game. Uh, the Steelers lost Quan Alexander, unfortunately, to a torn Achilles in this one, which is kind of big for their defense. Um, but the Steelers D and their running game, they won a pretty solid game, somewhat boring if you were watching it. But uh, yeah, Jalen Warren, I think he should have the backfield. Najee has looked okay, but Jalen Warren just looks better at this point. And uh, yeah, basically Kenny Pickett is boring, but love makes bad decisions on the Packers. So there we go. The Steelers won. Yeah, uh, the Steelers, uh, I expected a lot more in this. I expect they have the weapons to do more. I agree that Jalen Warren should uh, definitely have the job over Najee. Um, the Steelers just, Kenny Pickett's more of a game manager at this point than actually utilizing the people he has around him. I mean, with George Pickens, with, uh, with, with Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, there should be more there in terms of a passing attack and in terms of an offense. And it's just not there. So, uh, in terms of the Packers side, uh, Jordan Love is, is really playing for his job and he's not giving you a lot of confidence they didn't be able to keep it so you might mm-hmm. see the Packers draft a quarterback and really just have a quarterback competition he might if he can beat out whatever rookie is there next year um he could have a job next year but at Perfect. that point it would be just a matter of time before a new one steps in so true the Steelers are pretty boring but they are winning they're the first team since 1940 to keep winning while being outgained in every single game by the yardage. <laughs> I don't think that's a Super Bowl winning formula for them. Um, I do have quick trivia for you in this one too. Mm-hmm. I think it's my last trivia of the of the week. But uh TJ Watt, right? He has 88 sacks in 96 career games now, which puts him only behind Reggie White, who has 105 sacks in 100 games. Very impressive. But who did TJ Watt pass on this list today? that has 87.5 sacks in 100 games. I feel like you know this one by the His smile. brother. His JJ. brother. That's <laughs> crazy. The Watt family must be going bonkers. I don't oh, know yeah. They're beating their kids over there. It's insane. I don't yeah. know, like full cows or something. Like They're just <laughs> crazy how how uh, that that family is going. I mean, the, the families that have are able to have multiple NFL players is wild. Multiple, I mean, you have the Watt family, game. the Bosa family, the Jones family. Um the, the Matthews family, which is overlooked a lot, but that's that's like a generational family, family there. The Manning family, dude, there's so many. Uh, the Barber family. Yeah, but the Watt brothers are like basically both Hall of Famers already. JJ definitely is going to be TJ Watt. Oh, for sure. like at this point, definitely is going to be as well. It's impressive. For sure. Let's move to Tampa Bay, though. Um, the Titans went down to Florida, took on the Buccaneers, and uh, I thought this game was going to be better. The Buccaneers ended up winning 20 to 6. Um, Baker had a thumb injury, but he's, he's tough. He kept playing and should play the Bucks D really shut down Derrick Henry and Will Levis just couldn't find the end zone. Uh, Baker and Mike Evans erased a four game losing streak in this one with a huge game. They have a great chemistry together. I, I still think Levis did better than Tannehill would have in this one, but yeah. 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 Will Levis uh, is still moving the ball. At least something Tannehill cannot do. Um, the Bucks they, they came on top, they came out on top in this and uh, Baker has shown to be a pretty competent quarterback. That, sorry. That being said, I, uh, I still don't expect him to do that much. Uh, I mean, the, the Bucks themselves, I don't expect to do that much. They could win their division. The division's pretty, pretty up in the air right now, but they did beat the Titans who are at the bottom of their, their own division in their in their right so uh it's a game that they should have won and they did win 
Uh, Mike Evans is ageless. He, like Keenan Allen, is just proving that he can go out there and score against any any opponent and put up numbers. So, um, really, it's going to be as far as as far as Mike Evans and Rashad White can take this offense is where they're going to go. Yeah, I think the Bucks are probably going to win their division. I know they're behind the Saints right now, but they just look like the best team in that division to me personally, based on the rest. Yeah, they all have their, I think they all have their faults. They all their faults. I think the Saints. It's more so like not even a lack of talent. It's just a lack of a lack of discipline, um, uh, a litany of injuries, and just failure to put everything out in the field. Um, they yeah. do have a ton of talent. They just can never seem to string it all together. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's move though. That was the last 1 p.m. game. Well, let's move to the 4 p.m. games. I uh, I hear you got something special planned for the 4 p.m. games, man. So what do you got? Yeah, it's not it's not necessarily for the 4 p.m. games. Just want to squeeze it in oh. during a break here. So, um, I'm gonna throw some some Tom Brady stats, and I want you to tell you what active NFL quarterback um is on the opposite side of it, kind of similar how I did it did it before with um with Sam Howell, but uh, Tom Brady. 61.9% completion percentage in his first 80 games of his career. This is for first 80 games of a quarterback's career. So mm-hmm. um, if that tells you anything, you know, some they might not look at. Uh, passing yards, 18,035. Uh, the opposite has 18,153 in his first 80 games. Total mm-hmm. touchdowns, Tom Brady 126 to 120. Interceptions, Tom Brady 66, opposite 68. Fantasy points, 1,099 for Brady. 1,150 for the other guy failed to mention that the completion percentage was only a, a differential of 0.2% of 61.9 Brady and the other guy at 61.7. Do you know what active NFL quarterback has those opposite numbers? Active. Remember first 80 games. First 80 games. I was going to say Justin Herbert. I don't know if he's played 80 games yet though. So it's not Herbert. Is it, is it like Jared Goff? It's not Goff. No? Oh, shoot. I'll give you a hint that you should get it after this one. It's a guy I don't like. Dak? No, it's not Dak. <laughs> uh, we uh, we just talked about him. Were we trashing him? No, we just talked about him. Derek Carr? Baker Mayfield. But, oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed Baker that. Mayfield. His numbers <laughs> are, are nearly identical to Brady in his first 80 games. So, um, I think I've got to clean. I do wear glasses. I think I got to take my glasses off and clean them a little bit. Maybe take the contacts out, put new ones in. But um, I don't know if I'm seeing it right. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield. Dude, I've been talking up Baker, and I didn't guess him. I didn't even Is think Baker a, an elite quarterback, and and I somehow didn't know, and most of the country didn't know. <laughs> Listen, Baker Mayfield has very impressive games and very bad games. He's been pretty pretty even keel this year so far. Nothing too crazy on either side. Maybe that means he's settled down on the Buccaneers offense. I don't know. But maybe. I think yeah, that was quarterback. Uh, that was my two cents there. Just a little trivia I thought was pretty fucking crazy that, that Baker is, Mayfield has identical numbers to Brady. Patriots fans. And he gets trashed on. And he gets trashed on. So maybe the Pats should bring Baker in the fold next year. He's going to be a free agent. I don't know. The Bucks don't let Maybe. him walk. All right, yeah, so the 4 p.m. slate after that f- fucking crazy trivia. But let's start out with Arizona. The Falcons headed down into the desert, and uh, yeah, it was actually a kind of a good game. The uh, The Falcons finally used Bijan, who, 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 who he had a good game, but 
zero passing game from the Falcons, especially after Heineke went down. That really doomed them. The Cardinals won it 25-23 to in Kyler Murray's first game back during Call of Duty weekend. So that's impressive, for, if you ask me. Uh, what did you change, man? Yeah, Kyler's a changed man. and got to win Call of Duty weekend. So, um, I mean, the offense looks certainly a lot better with Kyler. Uh, not that it didn't look good with Dobbs. Dobbs did a lot with that team. But um, Trey McBride looks like a heavy target there for uh, for Murray. And um, I'm, ha- I'm happy one of the ones I picked up as well was uh, Rondell Moore as a bench filler. And Rondell Moore had, I think, eight, nine targets. So, uh, I'd love to see that. So. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the offense is certainly more alive, a little bit less one-dimensional. James Conner came back as well. Uh, the Falcons did free Bijan. Uh, he had, I think, 95 yards rushing, which pretty solid there. Um, should have had more against a, a pretty beatable uh, run defense for the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, but the, if they, I, w- I would like him, them to see hit, use him more in the passing game because he is super versatile. And uh, Ritter didn't look terrible, I don't think, in the, after Heineke went down. Uh, but mm. the Falcons just don't have a good offense um, at this moment. The, the QB play is really uninspiring on both starter yeah. and backup. They still have a shot to win the division in that in that terrible division, but I really don't think they're going to unless something changes. Unless Bijan like really can ascend, make this carry team them, ascend. yeah, completely carry them. But that's just so hard for a running back to do. Like just do what Henry did for years for the Titans. True, true. Let's push though to L.A the chargers and the lions this one was probably should have been the game of the week honestly this one was crazy fireworks galore in this one as both offenses go absolutely off um you talked about the chargers a little bit so i'm gonna let you have the floor yeah i mean the chargers were were rolling in this game the lions were rolling it was it was an exciting it was a fun game um keenan allen dude keenan allen is a fucking beast uh Unfortunately, I went up against him in, uh, I think, just one of my leagues. But uh, it was my dynasty league, so I care about it a lot. Um, but, yeah, I went up against him, and the guy had Herbert and and Keenan Allen, so they combined for, like, 80 points. Um, it, pretty wild, 170-plus yards receiving, two touchdowns. Um, the Lions, though, the Lions are just a good team, man. Uh, yes, good run game, good pass game. Uh even in a game that Laporta didn't do too much until the fourth quarter, like golf can lead them to the NFC championship. And I mean, he led the Rams there before he can take the Lions where they want to go. Yeah, dude, golf and I'm on raw. We're going wild in this game. Montgomery is back. He had a 75 yard touchdown him and Gibbs make just maybe the best running back duo in the whole league. Honestly, they're so fun to watch. And then Dan Campbell, I love his coaching style. So aggressive. He went for it on fourth down multiple times to win this game. And in when they were asking him about his uh his fourth down plays, he was he was like, Yeah, um, I'm gonna tell the fans right now, like you, you might want to wear a diaper to these games because I'm gonna make you shit yourself. <laughs> Dan Campbell's so a character, man. He's uh he's he's hysterical. I love him. He needs his own like show at some point or something. Like not Dan Campbell show. He's a busy man, but like somebody to play Dan Campbell in a show. That'd be so funny. Or or they could do like the quarterback show and just highlight a few coaches. I think uh, mm. like Campbell, um, I think uh, McDaniel and somebody like Sirianni, if you want to stick with the young coaches or you can kind of mix it up and have an older coach. Obviously, Belichick wouldn't be there, but maybe Andy Reid. Ooh, Andy Reid. That'd be fun. Pete Carroll. He's pretty wild, but Andy Reid. Yeah. Be fun, yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be a cool show. I'd, I'd probably watch it, to be honest. Because McDaniel's pretty fun. Uh, Campbell's wild. Uh, Sirianni gets his guys fired up and is like partying and dancing with them in the locker room. So he's a fun guy, too. Yeah. Uh, there are certainly are some personalities you can you can definitely definitely get going maybe, in there. Maybe you should pitch that to Netflix. I don't know. I think I should. <laughs> uh, the Chargers, though, it looks like they might be missing the playoffs after this loss. Uh, obviously, they still have time to come back. And they do have a talented team, so they could, but they have a tough schedule. And at four and five, it's just, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. And I really would like to see them. But uh, yeah, let's push to real quick. I'm going to hit this the Dallas Giants game. You know, we said it was going to be shit. It was shit. The Cowboys won 49 to 17. The Giants had another string of injuries. Dak had a huge game, blah, 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 blah. The Giants don't have a quarterback, and they are pushing for the number one overall pick at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah Giants are going for Caleb Williams or Drake May, whichever one they value most. Um, they'll probably, probably, knowing the Giants, they'll let Caleb Williams slide to the next pick and pick someone else. Um, they'll probably take, like, uh, I don't know, quarterback out of, like, Duke or something that, like, is not even on anyone's Leonard. radar. J.J. <laughs> McCarthy after his yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Giants uh, suck. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can push. Yep, Giants suck. Let's push. Seahawks. Commanders in Seattle, 12th man in attendance. It was a fun game after halftime. Howell and Gino both had solid games. Brian Robinson had a huge game receiving. Um, and DK and Tyler Lockett both did good. The Seahawks did win 29 to 26. And uh it was a fun game. It was a fun game. What's crazy is uh Howell is second in the NFL in passing, um, which is pretty interesting. Um he has some good weeks, he has some bad weeks. He's kind of Baker Mayfieldish. Uh, and the way he plays, but uh, it was an exciting game. Uh, Seahawks just did enough to get the win. Uh, I don't think they were particularly very, uh, they didn't really give you a lot of confidence. They're going to be a heavy playoff contender, but they are six and three now, and they are tied for the top of their division. So they do have two games coming up against the 49ers, which will probably be mm-hmm. what decides that division. Yeah. Along yeah, with both sure. teams matchup against Philly. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a big finale for their season. They got some games to go, but for this one, it was truly just, I think, whoever had the ball at the end yeah. won this one. So, uh, Sam Howell, though, speaking to him, I thought he was a better option than Kenny Pickett in that draft. And I won't let it go that he slipped to the freaking fifth round just because he had like one semi bad year. Uh, I don't, I don't get how it happened, but it, it looks like it's working out for the commanders. Uh, I assume they would keep him after this year unless he takes a drastic fall, uh, in the next like month and a half. So I know um, do you, uh Howell is second in the league in passing. Do you know who's first? Um, it's not Jared Goff, is it? No. Who's passing a lot? I'm not sure. Don't tell me it's Baker Mayfield again. Like it he... is not. It is not. No, no, no. <laughs> um it is CJ Struck. Oh my god, dude. Rookie of the year. Like, could he be the MVP at this point? I don't even He's know. Certainly an MVP candidate. Um <laughs> yeah, certainly insane. an MVP candidate. Uh yeah, but we can uh we can push though. Yeah, let's push to Sunday night football. Another poop primetime game. The Raiders in Vegas taking on the Jets. Um, real quick before I get to the game, did you hear Aaron Rodgers is trying to return in mid-December? So he's trying. Aaron to get- Rodgers is a madness. Sorry, I uh, I also want to give a correction. I have those backwards. Howell's first in passing. CJ dropped second. Either way, a couple of young, yeah. impressive players right now. I agree, one hundred percent. Winning though. More yes, he does. He does winning uh, with arguably less less talent around him. So uh, back to Rodgers. 
Yeah, he's trying to return mid-December before the playoffs even start, which is insane for an Achilles tear. I hope he does, because I want to see him with the Jets at least for a few games this year, for God's sakes. Yeah, it's pretty insane. And, like, the thing is, though, like, at this point, you got to think the Jets aren't even capable of staying afloat long enough to make it into the playoffs um, in their own division. They kind of are, Mm -hmm. um, because the Bills aren't doing too much to uh, maintain their their top dog status. It's really just the Dolphins in that division. Um, But the Jets, uh, I would say they could sneak in for a wild card, but with the AFC North, there's like no way. Yeah, I, I assume they wouldn't play Rodgers if they're already out of the playoffs. So we might not see. Um, yeah, LOL to the Jets' bad offense. Garrett Wilson was solid, and Zach Wilson did make some like really good throws, and he had some nice scrambles, but I still feel like it's laughable that he's starting and losing to teams like the Raiders. So, yeah, Josh Jacobs had a good game, all but a few fumbles, and Aiden O'Connell wasn't terrible for the Raiders. No, so. no, um Devontae Adams did Devontae Adams. Um, he performed even against the, the good Jets defense, who's by far the best pass defense in the league. They lead in, uh, they lead in opponent passer rating. They lead in uh, interceptions. Uh, like those, that tandem right there for, for Reed and Sauce Gardner is absolutely unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rookie tight end Michael Meyer had the only touchdown of the game, so good for him. And, and he mossed it. Did, I didn't see it. He mossed it? Yeah, he mossed it, dude. It was filthy. Hell yeah. Maybe he'll he'll start a little breakout. I know he was a highly tooted pick, him and uh, Kincaid, and Kincaid's broke mm-hmm. out now. So it's Meyer's turn, right? And Laporta. And Laporta, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Laporta's been good. He's been better yeah. than probably both of them, I would think. Um, Antonio Pierce is now 2-0 and as a head coach. So, woo! A little good Giants news. Yeah, and the Raiders are 5-5. Five and five. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's going to be like last year or a couple of years ago when uh, Bisaccia took over and took the Raiders like to the playoffs and still got canned. <laughs> so what's going to happen to Antonio Pierce? Maybe he'll take him to the playoffs. I mean, the 500, they're still in contention there with like the teams of uh, like Bengals and um, Bengals, Browns, all those teams in the AFC North. So not too far off. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but. You never know. You never know. Let's move to Monday night football in Buffalo, New York. We said the Bills, they can't fuck this up, right? They fucked it up. The Broncos yeah. won 24-22. to Russ had two touchdowns in this one and had a pretty good game and definitely outshined Josh Allen, who had two picks in a bad game as the Broncos shocked the football world. Yeah, Josh Allen looked bad. Um, Cook, look, Cook ran the ball well. But he had, what, two fumbles, three yeah. fumbles, three fumbles, two of them were, of which were lost, I believe. So um, a lot of the crazy thing is he only had he had not fumbled since his first carry in the NFL last year and then fumbled twice in this game and lost those two fumbles. So um, pretty crazy. Uh, Josh Allen did not look good. Uh, the Broncos didn't look great themselves, but they did enough, which is all that really matters. Um, I mean, the Bills. They stopped the field goal on the, the final the field goal to win it, but then had 12 men on the field, so they got a redo and made the field goal to win. So it's like, I don't know, so many times in this game, the Bills just shot themselves in the foot and really cost themselves the victory. It wasn't so much the Browns beat them. It, the Browns just managed to to take advantage of the Bills' mistakes. The Browns yeah. not. Broncos, Broncos managed to take advantage of the Bills' mistakes. Yeah, the Bills had Super Bowl aspirations coming into the year, and now they're in danger of even making the playoffs at this point. Yeah. They're out of it as of today, like you said earlier in the video. Um, did you hear Ken Dorsey 
the offensive coordinator for the Bills, he got fired after this game. Did he really? Yeah, he got fired. Joe Brady, the, the Panthers' old O coordinator, is the interim head, uh, O coordinator for the Bills now. Bunch so hopefully, hopefully he can do better work than Ken Dorsey. They're really missing the ball. Really are. Um, the offense does not look good. It's just not. Uh, it's just not imaginative. Um, and in today's NFL, if you're not, if you don't have an imaginative or creative offense, you're really not going to do much, that much. The defensive coordinators know how to take advantage of stale offenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Joe Brady is a highly tutored coordinator. So hopefully he'll look better than he did with the Panthers. I think he kind of just got blamed because Matt Rule was getting fired for the Panthers. So it was like Matt Rule, like just trying mm-hmm. anything to keep his job. But I think Joe Brady is going to be better than Ken Dorsey personally, but it has to be seen what happened. He's got to be. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a, uh... That's pretty much it for the week, though. Uh, covered Monday night, so that's a wrap on that. Uh, not too much more to talk about here on our end. So, uh, yeah, we did have four by teams. Uh, the Chiefs. Want to run through those quick? The Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Eagles. Hopefully, the Eagles got a little healthier. Jalen Hurts was uh, yes. Jalen Hurts was limping a little out there. Stafford hopefully got healthier for the Rams. We want to see him back for them. Uh, Dolphins need to game plan better, and uh, the Chiefs. Also, I think need to game plan for that offense. Yeah, better. I saw in their uh, in their bye week, Travis Kelsey went down to Argentina and visited uh, Taylor Swift at her show. She uh, made it off, into the pod. She ran <laughs> off the stage and uh, went up, gave him a big old smooch on the on the lips. So uh, that was a little his name song. It was a little cute. I'll give it to him. I'll give <laughs> him for that. Used his name in a song and said Karma's the the guy in the Chiefs, and then said that it was about Andy Reid, not, uh, so not boring, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, whatever. Uh, I hear all of it from my wife, so uh, <laughs> probably, yeah, probably is the biggest fifty. But um, Eagle side, they did get healthy. Uh, they outside of Dallas Goddard, um, I did see that they are potentially trying to work in uh, Julio Jones at some tight end reps. So, um, oh, I yeah. called that, didn't I? I called that last week. Fine, you called it, <laughs> and you said <laughs> I was crazy. Well, you I said Julio. Yeah, let's run the clip back. Let's run the clip. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) throw the flag. Throw the flag. Let's rewind. Anyway, uh, this is the first time all season they'll have their initial starting five secondary um, on the field. Yeah, so I'm not initial starting five, but a healthy starting five. So uh, Bayard was not on the initial. Neither was Roby, but Roby's going to be the slot this week. Bayard's going to be back, uh, hopefully. Uh, He has continuity there with the defense now. Um, and hopefully those two guys can take away pressures from Slay and Bradbury, but those two get back to form. Yep. And that right. I like it for me, but hopefully for me, not for you. Hopefully for you. For me, I don't even give a shit anymore. The Giants, I hope, get the first overall pick and keep losing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that wraps up this week's pod. For the recap, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Fred, where can people find us, man? Yeah, man, that's a, like you said, that's a wrap. Uh, best way to support our show is to leave leave a rating or review on all platforms you listen to, and of course, by liking our show. So uh, make sure you subscribe to the Flea Flicker Show on YouTube. Uh, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on social media at Flea Flicker Show. And uh, thank you, Flea Flicker Nation, for tuning in. Until next time. Peace. <laughs> Later, Fleabag Nation. Peace.